It's finally time to get serious about building your brand. You already have the skill and the talent, so let's put the pieces in motion right now. Let Travis Bailey guide you through the process of creating a strong and consistent digital presence. Sit back and relax and prepare for your brand new life. Greetings and welcome to your brand new life podcast. I am Travis Bailey and I am excited about the opportunity that we have to grow into successful entrepreneurs. Through a series of in-depth conversations, I am sure that you will feel better about stepping out into your brand new life. I want to thank you so much for listening today. I want to thank you for subscribing, for your reviews, uh, for your emails. I am very, very grateful for the responses that um, we're receiving from this podcast. I'm very, very excited about the things to come. Today's episode is very special for me because I have the opportunity to uh, introduce you guys to Melanie Miller. Melanie is a... awesome person. Um, I really think of her as a big sister, but she has also helped me tremendously in my own life um, outside of business, just being who she is. She's a phenomenal person and she's a wealth of knowledge. And I'm sure that you guys are going to really be able to take hold and learn some new things today. Today's topic um, that we're talking about is getting organized for good. A cluttered workspace is a mental representation of a cluttered mind. That's from uh, Patrice Washington, as far as I know. I love her and her podcast, but um, that quote really got me thinking about, you know, what do we really do to get organized? Um, What are some different ways that we can identify the fact that we aren't organized and how can being more organized make us better individuals and better entrepreneurs? Whether you've been working for yourself for years or you're just being just getting started, being organized is vital. Today, we're going to discuss the techniques on how to get and stay organized organized. Now, before I jump into today's uh, broadcast, I just want to tell you that I'm super, 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 super excited about introducing our very first guest on the Brand New Life podcast, Melanie M. Miller. And I'm going to read you her bio and then we're going to jump right into this thing. Okay. Melanie is known as Coach M3, the woman in the back of success. Life would give you a plan if you don't work the plan you have. Melanie has lived a life of examples. She used her real life. You can only make this up in Hollywood, reality TV, or corporate America stories to help others realize their ultimate selves. No more dreaming about possibilities while you spend your nights worrying about how to get there. Melanie has realized that living an unapologetic life of possibilities is what is missing from most personal and business success. Her energetic and direct humor and real-life thick-skinned approach to success leaves everyone with the go-now action. Melanie believes that we spend too much time on who we are versus who we are now versus who we want to be in the future. Melanie has an extensive uh, resume. It includes many significant accomplishments, such as being a regular on regular subject matter on WRAL, an NBC affiliate. Uh, She has generated millions of dollars in revenue and savings for her employees and corporate clients. She is the bomb, y'all. And without further ado, I want to introduce you to Melanie Miller. Melanie, how are you today? Travis, I am phenomenal. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here. And if you real quick, can we just kind of jump into I know I did it in the beginning, but just kind of tell the people who you are and what you do. 
So I do believe that life is your best resume, but I'm going to try just a little bit. So where I am right now, I've been an entrepreneur for about 11 years. I am the CEO of a company called M-Cube and Co. We have three divisions. One division does training, development, consulting. We have a branding division and then we have speaking and coaching division. Before that, my history was executive in corporate America. I've done everything from the sales and consulting side where I've been a million dollar producer annually to managing over 20 million dollar budgets. I have a heart for entrepreneurs and anybody that wants to follow their purpose. That's me. And I love that. I really, really do. And I'm excited about what you're going to share today. So you being the inaugural uh, participant in this uh, podcast, I'm going to start you with a very you know, simple and direct question. Um, what's one thing that exists in your life right now that you're most grateful for? So, you know, your parents, um, you want to prove your parents wrong when they tell you these statements that when you are 12 and eight and then you become 20 and don't hit 21, that you think you know what you're talking about. Uh, But they always tell you, keep living. And so the first thing that at the purest statement I am one, just grateful that I have the opportunity that I made it to my keep living part of my life in my journey where the wisdom that was imparted into me at an early age that now almost in a full circle, I can um, breathe that wisdom in and then give it back to others to the point that it it really helps you on that purpose and self-love portion of who you are. So just the fact that I was able to keep living until I really came into my own. And you'll hear me talk about being unapologetic about it. Awesome. Awesome. So without, you know, any more delay or or setback, I just want to jump right into it. And I want to ask you, um, you know, in your world, in the things that you do for people and for yourself as an entrepreneur, what do you think are the benefits of operating an organized business? If you are number one, even if you work for somebody, they should be listening to your podcast. This is phenomenal information <laughs> for any walk of life. Well, thank you. But if you are a entrepreneur, I don't care. Um, what's crazy is most people don't realize that small business is classified as, I think, two million dollars and less. So anybody in that world is still a small considered a small business. And then above that, you're still a business. But at the core of it, if you started yourself, you're an entrepreneur. If you're not organized, especially those of us that don't have large teams yet, you will find that you will lose business before you had the opportunity to know that they were even considering you because they will notice through your phone calls, through whether it's your social media posts, different things about your personality that you're just not organized. And I don't know about you, but these days I count my dollars. So I'm going to value where I spend my dollars and I'm not going to take a chance on an unproven source that doesn't seem to be organized. Hmm. You said a mouthful there. There There's so many times that um, I think even personally speaking, I have missed out on opportunities because I didn't 
plan well and I didn't, you know, pull myself together well. So that's that's an excellent point. Um, wow. I hope you guys are taking notes out there because this is really good information. Um, so I, I want to read you this quote and I want to see, um, you know, what you think about it and, and where it resonates with you. And it's from Patrice Washington. And I opened this show with it, but I want to read it again for the sake of clarity. It reads, um, a cluttered workspace is a mental representation of a cluttered mind. Um, what does that mean to you? So, again, let's go back to where we are. You can't. Be creative. You can't be the CEO. You can't be the entrepreneur that you're supposed to be when you're in clutter. Every day, life is going to give you a plan. The question is, will your plan beat the plan that life has for you? That's the battle that all of us are facing every day. So with that, when you are cluttered, when life life is loud, period, like if, if you figured out how to get that, we need to patent that and make us some real money if we know how to, to for life to stop being loud. Cause, so life is doing its job. It's presenting things to you. You have to, especially as entrepreneurs that we're talking about, and you're right. I don't care if you're a, you haven't made your first $10 entrepreneur to your, you know, 10 businesses under your belt entrepreneur. Life is important in the fact that you have to put boundaries around different things, which mean being organized. Organization, people get wrong sometimes. They think it's a clean desk. Organization is so much further than that as you go to the quote you just read. Um, your minds clutter, um, to piggyback on what you're asking me to speak on, your minds clutter is a direct representation of you being unorganized and it's going to show in your day to day. Even when you don't see it, others around you will. Right. And that's that's the thing. And that's the kicker for us as business owners. You know, we have to take every opportunity we have to put our best foot forward. So this quote really it really, really did something to me and it's making me kind of, you know, change up my approach. So. In the Melanie Miller world, you know, what are some tips that you could share that could help somebody, you know, start the process of trying to get organized or even if it's somebody in season and they say, you know what, I need to turn this around. What can I do to get organized? What, what would you say to that person? So one of the best advice that I was ever given um, is by a coach. His last name is Bruington, B. Bruington, um, Victor. So one of the best advice that he ever gave me when I was starting out um, and he comes from a big sales world was to treat this is your job. So in this being your job, so, you know, our minds and our bodies um, respond different to different sensories. So one of the first things they taught me early 10 years ago when I was starting out was. You have to get up and start your day the same way as if you're punching somebody else's clock. That helps with this get organized. So would you necessarily and please know I love to work in my PJs. <laughs> so I, part of this, some some things I did, I agree with some things I don't. But I want you to get the concept around it. You have to get up, shower, brush your teeth, comb your hair. If you have no hair, then oil your head. Do whatever it is you need to do. <laughs> you have to do whatever you need to do 
to so that your mind gets out of that. I rolled out of the bed and let me oh just mosey over to my computer, especially if you work at home and you don't have an office or you don't work at a shared site. One of the things that I thought was insane, but I so get it. One of the things that um, he used to coach me on is I want you to get dressed. I want you to put your keys in your hand, open your front door, go outside, get in your car, start it, cut it off, then go back inside, go to your desk to work. I used to think he was crazy. I used to say, you are absolutely insane. And for everybody, it won't take that extreme. But there is a shift that your mind says not only to you, if you're at home and you have other loved ones at home that says, oh, they're at work now. So that when you go to your desk, your desk can be your kitchen table. They tell us not to work in our bedroom. And that's a part of being organized. Many of us do it. I'm a I'm a I'm very guilty of it. But that you have a dedicated workspace and in that yeah. same vein, if I can continue, Travis, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, is the calendar. I don't care if you're a paper person or a digital person. This is all about clutter. If you're trying to figure out what meetings do I have? I know I talked to three people this week. Guess what? You just gave yourself mental clutter. If you got 10 stickies just anywhere on your desk, then you gave yourself paper cup clutter. So you have to figure out a system that works for you. But that system has to be something that can be tried and true. Like when we start with a hypothesis, you know, a hypothesis has to be proven. So your organization, your decluttering system has to be proven And sometimes that takes tweaking it. But over time, those types of things, when you're starting out, if not, you I take naps. I believe in the European and the and the Japanese system of taking naps. But guess what? Naps can only happen between a certain time of day in my world, which means I took half of a lunch. And I if I'm taking an hour, 30 minutes is a nap. And 30 minutes is for my lunch. Outside of that, I can't just decide I'm tired today. When you're at work for ABC company and you say, oh, I'm tired. I bet you don't lay your head on your desk. If you do, you're going to pick up your pocketbook, your wallet and your keys and you're not going to have a job. <laughs> and so with those same things, you have to think about your company that way. Wow. That's mm. That's really, really good. And I, I know if I'm feeling it, I know somebody else is feeling it. And they're just like, wow, I needed to hear this. So I'm, I'm this is awesome. I'm so glad that you were able to be a part mm-hmm. of this. I'm so glad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just I just want to ask you. I just want to ask you um, this last question. I need, I need to start wrapping it up, but I want to I, I want to make sure that you get this question out because I just answer it because I know somebody needs to hear it. What is a typical day like in the Melanie Miller world? What is your opening start day look like? <laughs> so Travis, because you know me and we consider ourselves, you know, um, business strategy partners and puzzle pieces in so many different areas that our businesses complement and trade work. Um, The easy answer would be that there's not a typical day, but I live by a schedule. Even knowing there's not a typical day, I have to put some boundaries. So I'll give you an example. 
you have to plan your week in advance. So by Thursday, every Thursday, there is time set aside that I am planning the next week, which really is reconfirming because I try to do my my work two to four weeks in advance. And again, for another subject, you really need to live in quarters. But for today, you're fine tuning at the minimum on Thursday. You're fine tuning your schedule for the next week, because on Friday as an entrepreneur, that's the day that if you do get lazy, that's when it's going to start. So by Thursday, you have to be planning your schedule for the next week. On Mondays, I am typically having team meetings. First thing, I don't care if you're a team of one. That is the prep call with you first thing Monday morning. That's the you got to get your juices. You got to look at what were the goals you set for you for the week. What are the potential obstacles and what are you going to do now to make sure those obstacles don't stop? Remember, life and the day is going to give you a challenge and a plan. So I start off with kind of that morning meeting and Mondays in my world are typically paperwork, loose end days. When you're calling on people sometimes and calling means sales calls and any entrepreneur that thinks that you don't sell probably won't be in business long. So all of us, I don't care if it's relational sales, you sell, you market, you do something. So Monday is kind of those loose end things. By Tuesdays, I have a block of time, normally four hours set where I am half of the time prospecting. Prospecting means I am researching new leads for my business. They could have been leads that have gone cold. I am prospecting for calls that I will make in the future. I'm doing some research on those companies. Two of those four hours, I am making calls calls that you remember that when you used to pick up the phone and you used to call people. I am making calls because you have to make sales calls. There's very few, even those of us that do Facebook Live, you're making a sales call. You're just making it out to a whole lot of people with a wide net at one time when you're doing a Facebook Live on your business and services. So then I have some time set aside for those sales calls. Every sales call ends with a next step. And so, again, this is not a sales webinar, but you're somewhere plotted. Even if you say you're not a match for me. okay, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Um, Maybe I'm going to look at the next holiday or I know when your birthday is. I'm just going to do a hey, hope your business is great. So I, I plotted that business somewhere in the future. So that's part of my planning of my Tuesday. And then some of those calls will have follow up work on that Tuesday where you're sending out different emails. You're sending out um, information that you have ready on Wednesdays. My business is very intensive on videos and lives. So either I'm doing a coaching live, I'm talking to somebody live, all those types of things, or I'm doing a recording. You have to have time set aside for those recording. A lot of people making videos don't come natural doing Facebook, Instagram, any of those things. Periscope live making YouTube videos don't come natural. So you have to have time set aside 
for those videos and those things of those nature as well. By the time I hit Thursday and Friday in my world, and even on Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I am doing meetings. I'm either doing meetings live with someone in person. And so I've made it where I can see, you know, if I'm going to get in my car and lose the time to get somewhere, then I need to see if I can get five five stops in that day. So that's what that pre-work has done for me so that you can have those days of solid. We call it in the field time. You know that, Travis. Mm -hmm. So that in the field time that we do to go meet with people and somewhere in there, guess what? There still wasn't enough hours in the week. So there may be a weekend or an evening that I find myself still doing some close up things. But going back to the balancing of life, I have found time that I have to shut it off whatever day. You know, if if my week changes and I'm doing speaking or I do a lot of live classes, then guess what? It threw that schedule off. But it doesn't mean that those things still don't have to happen. That's where muscle memory takes takes into place. So if you got muscle memory in these activities on the week that I know I'm doing three day face to face trainings for 100 people in a session, 200 people in a session or 10 people in a session, then I know, okay, go back to my prospecting list for the week and then I'm going to hit my key people. So that that's a typical week. Wow, that's that's. I, I took notes because I, I need that. I, I need um, to take some things from that. I, I do something similar, but, you know, I, I, I took some good notes. But um, as we close, I, I want to hit you with these three lightning round questions. Uh, and since you're the first guest of the Brand New Life podcast, you get to be the first to answer them. So we're going to start real basic. And you can, you know, you can take as long as you want. But I just want to give you an indication that, you know, we're um, coming towards the end. But in a word... Describe what you value the most as an entrepreneur. The word I value most as an entrepreneur um, is unapologetic. Mm-hmm. And I believe in there's a book called One Word. And it's you kind of take a word and it's your theme. Unapologetic. I am unapologetic about being an entrepreneur. I am unapologetic about where I am in my life. I am unapologetic about what I'm what legacy I'm trying to make for my family, including my parents that took care of me and and fed my dream. I'm unapologetic about helping other entrepreneurs reach um, their success. So unapologetic is really at the core of where I am as a entrepreneur. Um, I'm not limited by living in somebody else's shadows. Yes, I have people that I admire and that I believe have done great things and I stand on their shoulders, but I'm unapologetic about doing it my way and not comparing myself. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. Um, wow. What, what books are you reading right now or in the past that have helped you become successful? 
the number one book there. So there are a few. So the first one is The Millionaire Next Door, The Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley. You can get it as a written book and you can get it as an audio. And I recommend doing both. A lot of people go into being an entrepreneur with rose colored glasses. If you remember Smurfette and Smurfs. I'm just telling my age here for a second. (laughs) But if you remember them, it's those rose colored glasses. So the millionaire next door tells you to stop looking at the Bentley, to stop looking at Mm. um, the one million dollar house and to look at how real millionaires live. So, no, does it mean that you will not get to the point to have all these finer luxuries and you're just working for no reason? No, it doesn't. But it's saying that millionaires approach those things quite differently. Quite often we live in a neighborhood where we see a painter's truck in the yard and we go, oh, my God, why are they bringing their work truck here? Well, if you did the census report, the million the millionaire is probably the painter that's not driving every mm. new car that came out that year and not always in the finest things. And so the millionaire next door prepares those for wealth that might not already have some of those teachings. Um, the seven habits, the seven habits that of highly effective people is a phenomenal book, a Stephen Covey classic. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a wonderful read um, that I recommend. And then on top of that, I tell people, whoever inspires you, whatever inspires you, if they have an autobiography out, if they have a book, walk through their pages with them and and see their journey. So that's that's kind of um, how I go about books. I do a lot of auto audibles. Um, I use audible all the time. So mm-hmm. whatever um verbal book system you use. I use a lot of that because I am a music connoisseur. Travis, you and I could go in like way in on mm-hmm. music and they just they just just we would lose the, everything we talked about just now. <laughs> but a lot of times I cut off the radio in the car and I need to listen on the way to that appointment to what I don't have time to read in paper. And so that's what I do with my reading. Wow, awesome. Yeah, and you're right about that music. Um, so here's the last one, and uh, I want you to just spill your heart on this. What's one piece of advice that you could give to someone who's contemplating stepping out into their brand new life? So uh, I want to thank you for having me. Um, and I want to tell anybody that's listening to your podcast to make sure they subscribe, make sure they share Um, Because I've had the pleasure of walking the journey with your business and um, seeing the blood, sweat and tears. And so you are coming from an authentic place uh, with your advice that so many aren't. And that leads into your question. This will be one of the hardest things you will ever do in your life. I don't care how successful you have been. Please know I have managed budgets. I have been the person that has been flown around the world and people want to meet with me. And then you decide to open something called your own business. And now you're the person trying to meet with people. How does that happen? Uh, What? So, (laughs) however, there is no greater joy 
than entrepreneurship when you're doing it with purpose. People will tell you and it sounds crazy. Don't chase the money. People will tell you that and it sounds crazy. Don't chase the money because it's too hard to chase the money because there are many days the money won't show up and a whole lot of bills are going to show up. And on those days, if you're if you don't have passion, destiny and purpose of why you even started this in the beginning. Oh, my goodness. You're going to crumble and you're going to say that's it. And either you're going to say that's it and you quit on yourself and you don't even know it because you keep saying I'm going to be an entrepreneur or you quit and you go back to work. And what I'm saying is even if you're a part time entrepreneur, it's still hard, even if with and you have a family or you have obligations. I am going to say to you, remember why you started when you first start or even if you're already in business, take a piece of paper today, write why you do this and put it somewhere. Maybe put it several places, put it in your glove compartment, in your car, put it in your nightstand, put it on your desk on a sticky. And when that hard day hits, open that drawer and look at it. Remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And I promise you. Mm. If you do proven techniques, if you stay true to your purpose, if you do your market research, whatever level reward is designed for you will be available to you. Your competition is you, period. I yes. wake up and I, I ask, I ask me, OK, um, oh, you think you're going to beat me, lady in the mirror? I got you. I'm the live one. Right. So those are the things that I tell you is to remember every day and just remember to take time. You'll go outside as an entrepreneur and you won't look up at the sky. Stop and look at the sky. Remember, it's blue. Take an afternoon off. Don't tell um, your spouse. I told you this. Take an <laughs> afternoon off and sneak to the movies. Those are mm -hmm. some of the things as an entrepreneur that remind you of, oh, my gosh, this is worth it. Because I'm going to go back and work a 12 hour day or 18 hour day the next day. That's my advice. Melanie, you have sincerely blessed us on this episode. I, I tell you the truth. This has been phenomenal information. And I'm just so honored to have you here to call you my big sister and my friend um, and my business associate. Um, I really look up to you and I'm so grateful for what you shared today. Um, tell the people how they can get in contact with you. I will. And. I absolutely will. But I've one thing that I've learned, Travis, um, what's your website? Tell them your website and then I'll tell them mine. What's your website? Mine is uh, my business is premier BMS dot com. B and can you spell branding. that for those of us that might use spell check? Yeah. <laughs> premier P-R-E-M-I-E-R. B is in branding. M is in marketing. S is in solutions dot com. Great. So I'm going to tell them how to get in touch with me. One thing I've learned is. If you give to others, if they support you, then there'll be enough left over to support me. So that's why your website is important. My website, how you can find me um, through my corporate brand, the letter M, the number three, the word and A-N-D, company spelled out, C-O-M-P-A-N-Y dot com www.m3andcompany.com you can find me there um, you can find our Coach M3 brand I am the woman in the back of success uh, Melanie M. Miller you can find us on Facebook and social media and thank you for having us
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and agreeing to do this. This is this has been awesome. Um, I just want to say thank you again. And as we close, um, I just want to say to everybody, um, make sure that you catch our next episode of the Brand New Life podcast, where we're going to show you and talk about how to own social media. You know, it's free for the most part. And I want to make sure that you're using it to your potential. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you gained something from today's episode that you can take with you on your journey. If you're ready to jump out there and you don't know where to start, download my free ebook today that outlines the beginning steps of creating your own personal brand at TravisBailey.com. Now get out there and enjoy your brand new life. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Learn more about Travis by visiting TravisBailey.org. Now get out there and plan for your brand new life.